Welcome to the Banking on Business podcast presented by Horicon Bank. Banking on Business is aimed at helping entrepreneurs grow their business with practical strategies you can start using today. We are all about engaging our local business community and connecting with other small businesses to raise each other up. Hosted by yours truly, Grace Bruins, marketing officer at Horicon Bank, turned podcaster, at least for the next 20 minutes. Welcome to the Banking on Business podcast. Today, we are talking with Jason Shear, who, Jason, you might have one of the longest titles at Horicon Bank. I have a feeling you are the head of Treasury and Commercial Payment Solutions. And you're here today to talk to our listeners about saving time in your business and protecting your business from fraud, which is really huge in today's fraud-filled world. So welcome, Jason. I am glad that you're here. Thanks for having me. Bet. So let's let our listeners get to know you a little bit better. This is our rapid fire intro to the expert. I fire off the questions and you answer as quickly as you can. Are you ready to play? I think I am. Okay, here we go. Where did you grow up? South Milwaukee. And when you're not being the head of Treasury and Commercial Payment Solutions at Horcom Bank, what are you doing? I'm usually running around the yard with my two girls. Very nice. What's the best part about what you do every day at Hork on Bank? The best thing that I do is I can have a different conversation every single day about the same same topic. And what is your favorite family vacation that you've ever taken? We go to Gulf Shores, Alabama every spring break, and we love it. It's uh, an easy drive. The girls love it. You're on the beach, and that's my favorite. Yeah, and you're escaping the winter, which is the most important thing. Yes. <laughs> and last question, most important, what is your go-to karaoke song? Ooh, go-to karaoke <laughs> song would probably be I Love Rock and Roll. Oh, good. You could just shout it. Oh, Nobody yeah. Knows. Yeah, who cares about the notes at that point? Just having a good time. All right, now that we know you a little bit better, Jason, before we get into our treasury management topic, we have our marketing minute. So have you ever heard of the peak end rule? No. Okay. The peak end rule says that we remember a memory or judge an experience based on how we feel at the peak moments, as well as how we feel at the end of that experience. So Swedish blood banks use the peak end rule to encourage future blood donations. What they do is when you donate blood in Sweden, you get sent a follow-up text when your blood's been used. So even though the experience of giving blood may not be the most memorable or the most fun, especially if you don't care for needles, like many of us don't, that happy ending makes people want to give again because they know that their blood was used to help somebody. So in this marketing minute, for our listeners, consider where you can make an impact for your customers. What are the peak experiences or how can you give them a positive feeling after the experience with your brand or product or service? If you can find ways to bring happy moments and happy feelings into those moments, even if the experience itself may be a challenge, you can earn return customers. So for me, I think about buying a car, not my favorite experience. (laughs) You know, a lot of times you feel on guard and you're just, you're not my favorite thing to do. But if you can bring, you know, a happy feeling to the end of it, definitely going to come back to you the next time because it's not something I want to have to do again. I like that. Yeah. Let's kick off our interview with a question that really puts us all on the same page. What is treasury management? How do you define that, Jason? 
Yeah, the, the simple way that I define it for people is I help organizations and businesses manage your cash, money in, money out, and I protect them from the bad guys, from people trying to defraud organizations. How did you get into treasury management? What drew you to that side of banking? Yeah, I started in banking. I was on the retail or personal side as a personal banker. Okay. And that was, it was good. I learned a lot, but at the same time, I was able to work with businesses. And I just noticed that when I worked with businesses, we, we worked towards a common goal, like there was a problem or a question and we worked together. Where on the, the retail side, it was just a lot of questions or, hey, I'm out of balance or this check, you know, is lost. So I, I moved over to business banking and cash management or treasury management, and I, I haven't looked back. I did service, setup, support, and now I, I help customers with um, finding solutions that work best for their organization. So it seems like there's a lot of problem solving. There is. So listening to the problem that the customer has, trying to find that right solution that really fits what they need. Yep. I mean, the bank has solutions that I can help provide for them, but sometimes it's just, hey, we, we don't have what you need, but I, I know another organization uses this company or this service. It's just being that consultative and, and helping them solve the problem. Exactly. So it's really finding, like I said, what, what works best. Maybe maybe Horcom Bank doesn't have it, but let's find a partner that does, or let's find somebody who can help you. Right. And then those those people will remember, oh, you know, Jason or Horicon helped me before. I should check with them. It's that I it's think good. you're using the peak end rule right there, Jason, I without think, even knowing it. Right. <laughs> so for our listeners who, you know, are business owners, time is money, right? We're always trying to find ways to save time and be more efficient. How do treasury management products and solutions help you save time? There's several. There's dozens of solutions, but COVID um, really brought to light, like we work together, we're down the hall from people, we're in the same building. When that changed and people were working from home or working remotely, you may not have had the receptionist who got the mail out of the mailbox. You may not have had the accounts receivable clerk who handles that paper, gets the, the mail the next time in paper form. So we, we have a lot of solutions that are digital where we can we can take those receivables and put the money right into people's accounts and take images of those correspondence and make them available to them. So that's one arm of what treasury management can help with, where I I had a client who said, I I think I need to find someone part-time just to open my mail. Like, I just need them to be available for three hours a day. And we talked about a solution that said, well, Maybe you don't have to hire that person. We can do it for you, and here's how. And as everyone knows, finding good people now is harder than ever. So if we can replace that with automation, it's just another option for people. Sure. Do you come up against some hesitancy with businesses? They're not either they're not ready for that automation, or they're like, I don't know if this is going to work. What does that look like? Yeah. That, so. We don't have anything that's like one size fits all because, you know, sometimes you have the employee who's been there forever that, I mean, you don't want to put that person out of a a job. So I always look to say, I know you've always done it this way. Here's another option. But I'll I'll even think a step further, like, okay, you have Mary who, who does this now. What else could she do? What could you challenge her with or give her so that you're not replacing her, but you're just 
using her talents in a different way. So that, that's one spot where the owner understands, like, this is probably something I should do, but I, they don't want to have a negative impact on their, their long-term employees. Mm-hmm. That's a really good, you know, next step to take because you're, you're obviously trying to find a solution, trying to find a, you know, a product that fits, but then saying, look, you still have talented people. So if this product can fill that role and now you have talent, you can use somewhere else to grow your business. I think that's a really good future way to look at that. Right. The only other big hurdle that I get is when it's the owner that like he or she is doing the tasks. Okay. They don't put the same value on their time as they would someone that they know they're paying you know, $20 an hour. They're like, well, I, I just work here and that's what I do. But then if I try to help them say, you could take two hours of your, your week and you know, have our solutions do it for you for pennies on what your, money, your time is worth, they either accept it or they don't. They'll just say, nope, I, I like doing that or I'm, I'm comfortable doing it. But if if they truly know they could use their time for things better for the business, it, they have to see the value. And if there's a cost for the solution, it has to outweigh, the value has to outweigh the cost. Sure. So speaking of cost, do treasury management solutions cost quite a bit? Some are free. Some have a, a monthly or an annual cost, which is higher, but a lot of it is volume driven. Okay. So if you have a larger client that has, you know, dozens or hundreds of payments that are either coming or going. Um, it's all volume driven. So banking's pretty fair. Like if you go to Horicon or a different bank, there, there's not going to be a huge swing in the cost, but it's just the customization and making sure that, you know, you fit the right solution for the right uh, business. Sure. So what would you say is the most popular treasury management product, especially in terms of efficiency? What have you seen with business owners that they really are drawn to? Yeah, it's nothing new, um, but remote deposit capture that's been around since about 2001. Okay. With 9-11 and all air, aircraft was grounded for several days, banking stopped. At that time, checks would physically get on airplanes and go from bank to bank. Wow. So the government said that's not efficient. We Banking pretty much stopped for that amount of time, so they they brought in legislation that said we can now take an image of a check and use that as a legal equivalent of the the original. So it's been around for a couple decades. It's very popular. It doesn't matter if you're across the street from the bank or across town. You can just take those checks, run them through a scanner. It's like handing them to the teller at the teller line, and, and you get credit for those deposits. I mean, it's easy. That's not going to be like shiny or, or new to anyone, but it, it's by far a solution that we set up more than that. I believe that. And especially, like you said, like I've seen those scanners that are used. They're not the newest technology out there, but they're saving you time, right? right. They're saving you that trip across town or sometimes even further to get to the bank to deposit those checks. And that's really valuable. So you also said that, we're going to switch gears a little bit, said that, um, Bankers, treasury management, those products can also help prevent against fraud. So what does that look like? How does a treasury management product help you prevent against fraud? Yeah, so we we have a few different layers of security we can put in. Online banking is something most people have personally. Businesses have it as well. You can log in, look at your accounts in real time, 
If someone cashes a check, you know, yesterday at the end of the day, you'll see it right away. Money moves really quickly. So if, if you're looking at it online and you see something that doesn't look right, the sooner you can let your bank know, the better. We can start looking into it and at least say, nope, this is good. Here's the information or, oh, wow, yeah, thank you for bringing this to our attention. We're going to have to do something with it. So online banking is just kind of like a base. Everyone, Mm -hmm. I recommend everyone log in. I say you you grab your water, your soda, your coffee in the morning. You log into online. You take a quick look. It takes two minutes. Nothing looks out of the ordinary. You go upon your day. And then before you leave, log back on, take a look. And again, if you see anything that's just not, you know, doesn't look right, it's going to give you the ability to react to that a lot faster. From online banking, then we have uh, check positive pay and ACH fraud control. These are services that Horicon and other banks have. It's a generic service where you tell us, here's the checks I've issued. And then as they come in, we make sure that everything matches the check number, the amount, the date, the payee. The payee is the biggest one. A lot of people try to take a check and wash it or change some of the information. So if you, the business owner, says, I wrote these 10 checks, here's all the information, and one tries to clear with different information, we're going to email you. We're going to call you and say, this doesn't match what you sent us. What do you want us to do with it? I say it, it gives the business owners the ability to approve any item that comes through their account because it's either going to match the, the register that you sent or you're going to be making a decision on it. And then finally, the same thing on the electronic side. If the IRS, the state comes in and pulls money, you're going to have record of that. We're going to have record of it. But if anyone else were to try to pull money out of your account, if they're not on your authorized list, we're going to send the email and you're going to have the ability to say pay that or return it. Are those pretty typical scams that you're seeing, you know, either electronically or or the, you know, the wash checks, like you mentioned, people just trying to pull money out of a business's account like that? It is. It's unfortunate, but uh, the, the bad guys spend a lot of time and energy into trying to steal. So if they can take a legitimate check and copy it 20 times, and if five of those clear and they get, you know, $2,000 each time, that's, that's easy, quick money for them. You're going to report it, but we're going to try to go and get that in, those uh, dollars out of the account. And usually within one business day, if the bad guys are smart, they're, they're taking that money out of the account. So then we, when we go to try to get it back for our clients, there's nothing to, to get back. Are you seeing a lot of that, like $2,000, or is it pretty substantial amounts of money that people are getting scammed out of? Yeah, it, it's all over the board. Okay. Um, it depends on the sophistication of the the ring or the the person who's doing it. Um, I have one example that's up to like $200,000, which is, that's the exception. We don't see that too often. But yeah, we had one, it's a non-client. They don't bank with Horicon, but they were doing their month-end reconciliation. And this is a bigger company. So that amount of money is not abnormal for them. Okay. But someone did withdraw $200,000 out they researched it, found out it was fraudulent, went back to get it, and it was a loss by the company. Like, the bank didn't have the money, and it was unfortunate, but um, these services would have at least alerted them of the item, and they could have Mm -hmm. returned it. So treasury management, at least at Horicon Bank, sounds like it's, it's a bit automation, but then there's also people 
behind it, not just servicing it, but checking, making sure they're communicating with the customer as well. That's absolutely right. We have a great back office. There's, you know, a dozen people from, you know, deposit operations to setup implementation where throughout the process of getting a, a service in place or once you're on it, there's people monitoring it. Okay. And there is a lot of automation, but as soon as the automation detects something, then someone's, you know, either pushing it to the client to look at or we're looking at it. Okay. So obviously there's a lot that automation can't do or can't catch. I know that that helps make it more efficient, but I think there's some comfort in knowing that you've got a person behind it all too, saying, okay, something about this doesn't feel right. And that's, you know, intuition, you can't teach a machine. Yeah. And that that's the difference. Like if something doesn't feel right and you have someone at your bank that you can call, like that's the comfort, right? That's, that's what's going to help you sleep at night where if you don't have a relationship manager, you don't have a contact at the bank and something goes wrong and you call like a 1-800 number, which is fine, but like you're just talking to someone who's not familiar with you or your business, it's harder. But if you have like a, a branch manager or a business banker, someone like me that we talk monthly or regularly and you call me and you don't have to start from like square one. I know you, I know your company. Yeah. It's just it goes a lot faster too. Absolutely. Then you can catch that a lot faster, make sure that money isn't withdrawn. Yeah. Keep that process moving. So for listeners who may not use any treasury management solutions, what questions should they be asking their banker, whether that's at Horicon Bank or another institution? Yeah, it's really, I don't think it's the questions you have to ask, but it's just making sure you're having conversations regularly And regularly is going to change from client to client. My rule is you should be doing a full review of your deposit accounts at least once a year. That way, you know, there's new things in banking there's new things in your industry or your business and we're communicating and you're telling us, okay, these clients are stretching out their payables and they used to pay us within 30 days like clockwork and now we're having to, you know, wait 60 days or 75 days. That's good for us to know because there might be a solution that I can give you that would make it easier for the client to pay you. Or we can just help where if you need, you know, support from your line of credit or something just to bridge that gap. If you don't tell us that, we're, we're not going to be able to give you those solutions. But, I mean, there's certain topics when I meet with clients that I just make sure I ask how your receivables, money coming in, your payables, when you're paying people, and then what's changed in your business? What what do we need to know about and see if we have something that can help you? All right, so open up those lines of communication. Yep. Keep your banker informed. What's going on? And and I would assume as a customer, you don't you don't know what you don't know, but the same it goes for your banker too. So the more you can talk, the more you can communicate. Right. You'll find I, the right solution. We try to make an agenda, but like a lot of it will just come up naturally when you're you're hearing those updates or you, know, you, you ask something like, what, what are you struggling with or what can we mm-hmm. help you? And like the people will start opening up and it might just be something that they think is a really small deal. But if we can have a solution and it takes that burden off of their team, that that's big. Absolutely. Well, Jason, that um, that's a great way, I think, to end. Go talk to your banker course, we as bankers like to hear that. We like to say that, but we are here to help. 
and and here to help you find a solution, save time, save you from fraud. Uh, that's what we want to do. Absolutely. And if, if you don't have someone at your bank, find someone. Otherwise, I mean, we're always willing to talk to people too. Absolutely. All right, Jason, here is where we get a little inspirational for our listeners. As you know, Horkum Bank is the natural choice for banking, and that is not just a tagline, it's a commitment to being environmentally friendly, supporting environmental causes. So in that spirit, I'm going to give you an interesting animal fact, and I'm going to ask you to turn it into a piece of inspirational advice for business owners. All right. All right. Here it is. A flamingo's head has to be upside down when it eats. That's your fact. <laughs> I did not know that fact. I didn't either. I knew I knew their color was pink because of the food that they eat. Yep. But I didn't know they had to eat upside down. That's interesting. So with that fact, I would tell a business owner, make sure that you, you try to get other perspectives. Try to ask questions. And if you're talking to an employee or a vendor or a customer, ask them their opinion on how they think something should be because the way that you normally do it may not be the right choice at that time. All right. So different perspectives, upside down and all. Right. <laughs> all right. I like that. That was good. All right, Jason, before we end the show, I want to wrap up with actionable advice for our listeners. So what is one thing that you hope listeners can take away from our podcast today? Yeah, if you're in a position where you work with your bank account or you, you work with cash in and cash out, money in, money out, like just raise your awareness. And if, if you're if you're not looking at your account daily, do it. And personally too. I mean, we're always on our phones. If you're on an app, like money can move so quickly. And if there's a true error that can get corrected, the sooner you can let the bank know, the sooner they can act on it. But even worse, if there's like active fraud, there's a 24-hour rule. If you can let the bank know within 24 business hours, the likeliness of us getting those funds back are, are so much higher than if, if that time passes. And again, that's just because people are smart and they know if they take from you and then they take the money out of the bank, it's really hard for us to recover that. And they, they have the money in their hands or a different account. All right. That's really good advice. Thank you for coming on today, Jason. I appreciate it. And I'm, I'm excited to see where Treasury Management goes with Horicon Bank. And it's always fun to hear your stories of how you guys are helping local businesses. And I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in. To stay in the loop on all things banking on business related, visit horiconbank.com slash banking on business and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.